Hey, everybody. On our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And I'm Mark Marcello, a director, choreographer, actor, and writer. And this is Made in Hollywood. Today on our podcast, we have some special guests with us. It's my mom and dad. To talk about growing up in Hollywood. Come on down! So it is Ed and Angel Leon in the house. Hello, hello. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah, very good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, everybody get comfortable. It's going to be, you know, we're going to deep dive into this this, uh, Hollywood world that you guys entered into way back when at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, 12 years ago, right? Uh, 2011 is when you came out here to, and then we, 10 like years. 10. Now, yeah. Yeah. But you have to account for the pandemic. Oh, then there's like 23 then years. It's like, it could be like, <laughs> then it's like, it could be like 50 years at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it's 50 years. <laughs> so, uh, so why don't you tell us where you guys started from? Where, where are you from? The Chicago area. The Chicago area. Yeah. The suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, I always claim Chicago. When everyone asks me yeah. where I'm from, I say Chicago. But like, really, we were in uh, in Lyle, yeah, just suburb. Yeah, yeah. And we visited Chicago like once every two years or so. So yeah, I remember <laughs> going to the American Girl doll store. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that it's was exciting. A, it was I liked it. Biggie yeah. from Mom and Sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, so okay, so Williams, what like eleven? He was 11. So, but how did it come up though? So you guys, he came to you or did you, how did you know that he wanted to do this? Um, Oh, well, I was at our 4th of July festival in Chicago. They did the Eyes of the Skies festival, like right on our block. And there was the tents set up. And one of the tents that was set up was like an acting class. And, and I signed myself, I put my name down and I put, I think, mom, I put your number down. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they gave you a call, right, uh-huh. like the next day. Yeah, I remember that call. I was sitting in the bathroom. My phone rang. And somebody said, your son is amazing. We want him. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, this is a scam. <laughs> of course. It was, it was like, do you want to be on Disney? Do you want to be on? And William's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I got the call. And... Um, I don't remember my my reaction was it's a scam, but it, it was it was really like John Casablanca's school of mostly modeling, but they did acting, and um, so we we did sign up for this very expensive, school. super expensive. I, I mean, I mean, at the like, time I don't think I registered how expensive it was, but it was really expensive. It, yeah, it was extremely expensive, and uh, Ed and I went to this spiel, and it was very similar to. Um, when they sell you a timeshare. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so when you say no to this room, they take you to the next room. <laughs> and when you say no to that room, they take you to the next room. I don't know if they took us to another room or if somebody else came in and had a pitch. Well, how about this? Oh, wow. And we finally ended up saying yes to, like, after the fourth pitch and, you know, $100 cheaper. Still expensive. <laughs> 
Yeah. And, um, you know, the rest is history. I mean, uh, you, you, people might have called that a scam, but it well, worked I mean, out I think for in William. retrospect, yeah, it probably worked out. But in retrospect, I think there's probably better ways to get into it if you know, like, what it, it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's that's what I really want to get at is that, is that, like, when you got here, how did you navigate the town? Because, I mean, when I was a kid, I had no idea about agents. I didn't know how to get jobs. I didn't know how it worked until much later and how did you guys figure all that out so um when when we had signed up for john casablanca's they would bring in agents and managers from los angeles and one of the managers was a manager that was out here that wanted to take william on we didn't go with him at that time but then they had another big thing (laughs) which was um like a showcase of talent, well, ten thousand dollars later. IMTA. I am. Yeah. That's what it was called. Yeah, it was IMTA, and it basically was a lot of money to get in. Um, and I want to say we probably spent ten thousand dollars. Oh wow! Like crazy. life savings, crazy. and that included you know the hotel and the stay and everything. But and that manager really wanted William, the same manager that came out there, and uh, so he agreed to sign William if we moved out here for a year. And he was he was an amazing manager, and he really did help us navigate. Told us what we needed to do. Oh, um, that's I, great! After we ha- we ended up having to lose him as a manager, and um, found out there wasn't too many managers like him that handhold you. He was a handholder, and it really helped out a lot. And so that's how we navigated. He told us what we needed to do when we got out here. And you moved into that wonderful, beautiful apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I was happy to have it. I mean, like, literally happy to have it. I, I could make gold out of a straw, you know? Like, it was... And that's how we had to look at it. Yeah, yeah I think, like, every window in that apartment fell out at yeah. one point. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, staircase. Those, those steps the going stairs. up there were so scary. Oh, yeah. well, I thought they were gonna just slide down into the yeah. <laughs> into the earth. Yeah. Well, we had a what do they call like a slumlord? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, everything that needed to be repaired, we repaired. I think we even put in like a cheap carpeting in there because it was. Yeah. You was, guys made that work though, and and they it was pretty comfortable, honestly. Like after you guys got done with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was comfortable there. I just take keep him out here um it was you know you, you sacrifice a little bit of comfort um in our case probably a lot of comfort because well, for like a out. while in the beginning we were both sleeping on an air mattress yes yeah we had nothing <clears throat> so how did that decision work though between you angel and you ed like how did that when you guys discussed this i mean you're basically splitting up yeah because you know, it was from- when you- yeah, because it was mom and me. We went, we came out to Los Angeles, and then Dad, you, and Christina stayed. And- Ed could probably speak to that better because he took him out here to IMTA. I did not. When I, I kind of resisted his uh, desire towards acting in the beginning, um, trying to get him to get focused on anything but, uh, which I thought would made good sense. But uh, he had yeah. a talent for it. I mean, it, it was an obvious talent. So it was kind of like denying what he felt he could do best or let him run with it. We talked hard about it. I mean, days, you know, mm-hmm. do we really want to do that? That is talking about, you know, in the beginning it was just going to be a year. 
only one year, yeah. maybe six months, because mm-hmm. really uh, the thought was because when he went into uh, the classes at Casablanca and he competed, he always finished in like the top first or the top second, and there were a lot of people competing, so he, I had the confidence in him. I knew he could do it, and, and even when he was a little child, he'd come in the room and he'd start acting like some, some something he saw on television, and he was amazing. I was like, Jesus, this is you know tremendous talent. Do you remember the one time I did the uh, I did like the bit of the dog? Yes. Thing? Yeah. Right. Daddy Sammy was... boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like freaked my dad out. <laughs> well, it was a horror film. I don't like horror films in the first place, and he starts doing the worst part in this horror film, and it comes off so authentic. I was like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> but it just uh, exhibit he exhibited that talent. So it was like, do I stand in his way? And he desired it so much. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't emotionally crush his uh, desire that way. I just felt it just wasn't right for him. And other things that he got into, he did not have that interest. But when it came to acting, he was, you know, spot on and excelled at it. And he wasn't a very, he was a very mature 11 year old. Um, So we had to respect that too. It wasn't, you know, I guess the fear was that, you know, it's just a phase, you know, he'll get into it and then he'll get tired of it, you know, like baseball or, you know, like when kids get into something. And so many kids do this phase. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of kids come and go in this town and they, it is a phase. Mm-hmm. Like they come, they come for pilot season, they come for a couple summers and then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you're a family who has a tremendous amount of wealth, you can go, you know, as a whim. Oftentimes the parents want to see their kids uh, kind of get into acting because, you know, they look at it as something that would be, you know, exciting for them. Right. So they may push them into it. But I never pushed him into it. In fact, Mm -hmm. uh, I think I was clear to him, you know, that maybe you shouldn't do that. But uh, he always finished number one in everything he did. So I was like, geez, you know, it's hard to stop a momentum that's kind of like rolling. So... Um, but so I said, you know, one year would be great. You know, he'll, you know, end up <laughs> at Disney after that year and <laughs> mom will come home and the world will be great. Yeah. So what was the expectation? Was it that he was going to become famous really fast? So William was, um, he had this cute little round face and he had all these like orange freckles, brown and orange freckles all over his face. And I thought, oh, we'll be out there a couple of weeks and Disney's going to love him. And, you know, he's going to be on a show <laughs> and it's going to be gravy. And a year came around, and we were just getting started. Yeah. Really, like I, I thought to myself, we we haven't even started. Yeah, didn't I? I mean, didn't I like barely audition at all the first you, year? You barely auditioned. Um, you did have some good auditions. He did. He had his. He did book his first paying role. In the um, first year? In the first, in 2012. What was that? Was that Got Home Alive? It, it was Got Home Alive. It That's was non-union. That's what we talked about in the one It was, son. he got, it was $500 a day. Nice. Two days. And um, I think it was another year before he got another paying gig. <laughs> you know, like after that, like, oh, my son's on TV and it's going to be like, you know, this is it. This is, this is the big break. <laughs> and, and, and you wait and you wait and you know, no, I guess that wasn't the big break. So, but yeah, I, my, my expectations are pretty high, but it, it didn't turn out the way I expected, but I think it turned out okay. And what about like school? How did you handle that? 
So I, I was homeschooling. Ed and I were homeschooling um, William and his sister Christina prior to coming out here. So I wasn't willing to change that. I did want to homeschool. I was actually scared that they were going to force me to put him into a school um, because you needed a work permit through the school. And so I, I was nervous but there was a homeschooling option angel especially you did you find that like you know a young kid being in hollywood being surrounded by producers directors other actors other young actors was what was that world like for him so i I didn't have any problem with um anytime he got to hang around a producer a director somebody in the industry who was who had some power. I was always excited for him to, to network with them and, uh, and I always encouraged him to network, keep, keep in contact of all the people that you worked with. What did bother me um, when we were out is people, like kids his age, 11, 12, 13, were out there, like their parents were putting them out on red carpets that they didn't belong on. You know what I mean? Pay for them to, William at one point was doing more work than some of the kids that he was hanging around with, but they were doing all these red carpets and they had higher IMDb rating, whatever, you know, like that was supposed to be a big thing when I was, when I was growing, when he was out here, they was like, what's his IMDb rating? What's oh, yeah, all the parents? Is, I feel like, is it? I feel the, like, I, know, I feel like I have no and, and that that's, stuff. I don't feel like I pay attention to that at all. Which was good that's because good. we, like, that's a part of it that I tried to keep from him. Like, I was concerned myself and, like, secretly get online, like, <laughs> because all the parents said you got to do that, right? Um, but it really bothered me that, you know, we were, uh, we were always asked to do these red carpets and to stay out at late at night. Um, we went, when I first got out here, we felt like we needed to do it. We were at this club in downtown Hollywood and these, you know, everyone's drinking and these kids are doing, you know, red carpets on, it just felt weird. And that's something I kept him from. We only did red carpets and when he was involved in the project or if it was something he was closely related to. But for the most part, you know, that's what bothered me the most. Yeah, and plus you have to protect them. He's a young child, and you still have to be mom and kind yeah. of watch over him and yeah. mother hand him I, I mean, to a more, certain degree. Yeah, one of the kids, actually, he he, he really wasn't in anything big. I don't want to say anything to, you know, to, but, I mean, he ended up having a party with TMZ. <laughs> and oh, it's, wow. it's so weird that, you know, to me that was just weird. Um, somebody who didn't really have that many credits and was just really just getting started like him and, like, have this TMZ party. It's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe TMZ was showing off just to see, get, hoping something would go wrong. Or I don't know. It just seemed really weird and we wouldn't do it, you know. Now, I remember you and I went uh, back and forth about whether you wanted uh, to go the legal 18 with him uh, when he turned 16. Um, uh, that's So it, for anybody who doesn't know, legal 18 for an actor means that you can, I think they you, they go through a test, like they, they get tested out in order to um, be considered quote unquote legal 18 as a 16 year old so that you can work longer hours on set, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you decided not to do that with William. So that's the story I told you. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting, oh, this is gonna be fun. Well, no, I actually secretly, you know, as a parent, you're like, all right, so I, I, can't, I, I couldn't help it. I got caught up in some of the 
propagated stuff that people would tell you like oh you can't get a job unless you're legal 18 or you can't do this and instead of appreciating every moment you know like there was he was learning a lot just because he wasn't working a Disney show or wasn't a series regular or wasn't so um, looking back I should have appreciated what he was learning and be okay with where he was at but secretly I was like William, you got to go take this test. You got to go. And I put a lot of stress on him. Mm. I do remember that like being like a stressful, like I remember that being like specifically like a very stressful time, which is so weird because it feels like it came and went like that, like those years. Yeah. I just feel like they went like fast and now it just doesn't even matter. I felt horrible for doing that to him because he's a very smart kid, but to sit and make him study for a test or, you know, to pass some kind of, well, it felt like it felt I think the, the because everyone put I think a lot of people out here put a lot of pressure on that. Yeah. Thing, really, which which yeah. makes that test feel like 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 it's like the whole world is on that one test. Well, I definitely I, like, I definitely felt fell prey to that as well. I thought for sure you should have him do it. Like I just thought it was mm-hmm. very necessary to do it. I definitely fell into that. Of like, you but know? it really isn't. It, it, there are some projects that still won't hire unless you're really 18. Right. Um, yeah, I think a lot of them. So uh, even um, now, I feel I feel like with COVID stuff, also they're like they want they want to hire real 18 year olds for some reason. Just mm-hmm. like I think. But yeah, I, I fell into that, and that's one of the things I really feel bad about because you you have to learn and appreciate every moment. In hindsight, do you guys how do you guys feel about your decision for bringing him bringing him out here? Mm, that's a good one. I, I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm glad we um, did. Um, he's in his elements now. But. Um, but now, Ed, you missed a lot of as, stuff. You yeah, know? As, uh, as a parent, I, I want my children with me. Yeah. I, I would love to have William home all the time, 100% of the time. Uh, same thing with my daughter. But uh, I, at the same time, I don't want to stand in the way of something they really want. And if they really, really want it, and they feel they have the talent, I'm going to be their biggest fan, and I'm going to push them towards it, if that's what they really want. The minute he says, hey, this is not for me, <laughs> you know, that's fine. Come back to Indiana, and we'll figure out something else. So, um, but uh, I think he is in this element. And I've always, you know, I've always admired, like, the Robert De Niro actors <laughs> who were, like, at the top of their game and could, you know, are just, like, superhuman as an actor at least in my opinion Robert, Robert De Niro you could tell him I like him as an actor and uh, William always exhibited that kind of uh, dedication to a role I mean I don't care what the role is how small it was or how big it was he was going to do his damn best in that role yeah that, that's right and I admire that well, it's interesting that you ask that because <clears throat> as much as he missed William I missed Christina sure and um, thank God uh, for technology at the time because we had Uvu. Yeah, we know. had like Uvu was <laughs> and, like Skype for and anyone 20, that know. We had it up on our screen 24-7. All the time. Every time I walked in that, there yeah. was, hi, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, really thank God for that Uvu because uh, it kept our family together mm-hmm. even though we were you know, miles and miles and miles apart. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. the technology just kind of fell into place at the right time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the strain was heaviest on you two, you know, because, I mean, he's out here, he's doing what he loves, so it, he's, you know, passionate about being here, but you guys, you know, you're really, you really had to, you know. 
It was a money strain. It was a, you know, a being with each other strain. It was a physical, emotional. It's a, yeah, it's a strain on, on the yeah. relationships. Um, yeah. You know, you start to wonder, is the relationship strong enough to handle this mm-hmm. being apart for how many years? Were well, you? six years. Six a long, years. A long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, we're probably back, like, what, six times in those yeah. six years? Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, it was tough. Really tough that way. Yeah, not to be with your partner. Yeah, yeah. and to tell you the truth, there's a lot of nights when you're uh, feel really lonely and sad about the whole situation. But you know, you, you got to also realize uh, what the situation is and what is the best thing to do. And sometimes you have to sacrifice. And no matter where you are, whether you're here with them or you're back home, you're still going to have to make sacrifices. So. Mm-hmm. At least uh, I know he's doing something that he loves, and uh, I feel he's good enough to get to any level he wants to. He's got the desire, and eventually I feel that he, he will get there. So, and, uh, and it may take time, but it will, he'll rise to the top. I'm sure of it. Right. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> well, that's another thing you have to be careful is putting pressure on him. Like, yeah, oh, better you, succeed because yeah. we did all this for you. Yeah, you, know? you can't. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's it, that's not what we mean by that. Like, we've always been, as long as you're happy with what you're doing, if, if you do guest star roles for the rest of your life, and that's, you know, and we're proud of you. Um, and he, as long as he's happy doing what he's doing. And, and who knows where he's going to go. You know, he's um, now produced some of his own work. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, being involved with you, he's learned so much. Uh, when he talks about film, he has an in-depth knowledge that I don't think most of these young people coming out here even understand. And so he has a depth of understanding that I think is, is going to make it a lot easier for him to succeed. Well, that brings up an, like another issue like I dealt with when I was out here. There's some things when you're raising your child in this industry, you cannot be the only one that raises that child because you know nothing about the industry. You can try to pretend to know. Like I remember trying to tell William how to do his auditions. Well, yeah, that doesn't work out. <laughs> that doesn't work out. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so he found a good teacher, you know, uh, yeah. t- acting coach, and she really, uh, I swear by it this day, she, she helped raise him. Yeah. Like, and you, like, you guys, you were part of um, his, his village that helped raise him. I did not, I, I did not do it all. I could not possibly develop him and move him up in this industry by myself i do not know anything about this industry so you need good people you can't just come out here and be a lone wolf and think you're going to make it you need friends like real friends like you were a real friend and his acting coach tracy tracy Tracy. uh it was a real friend and i would venture very motherly was not afraid to tell him what i couldn't tell him you know what i mean tracy's not afraid to tell me anything no, but I not. was, you know, like I, I couldn't, you know, tell him how to how to do things. And so and then she would also help me get through it. Um, not a lot of people out here are willing to help you in that way. Right. Yeah. And, no, and that, sure. we met Tracy early on. Mm-hmm. She was a great teacher. I mean, to uh, she created this kind of family environment. Mm-hmm. And by being blunt about everything. He was able to hone his skills better, mm-hmm. as the other kids did too. 
I, I, if, if, if it wasn't for Tracy, I don't know if we would, if I still would have made it out here or if even William, like she was just that. Yeah, I think that's true. Tracy, uh, yeah, Tracy was just, I think, a big part of your success yeah to the success that you have now yeah i would say like i can't like think about my time out here and not like like heavily think about tracy Mm -hmm. she's a big part of that she basically parented him too um i only went so far and she took it the rest of the way she did things that i could not do as a mom yeah Mm -hmm. a mom can't be as critical as she needs to be i mean if you're an actor you want the truth you want to you know that what you, yeah, yeah. You, if you don't have it, you're doomed to fail. But if you can't handle the truth, right? That's another thing. <laughs> I'm not just talking about acting too. Like she helped life skills, life things. You know, I, I really think she helped him out with that kind of stuff too. I felt like I had to like be like really mature and like and very um, professional. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've had to learn as I got older to let that to let being professional go because. I'm, it's built into my character to be like a, a professional person, but I have to like let the child in me like free to act. I have to be like free with what I do and mm-hmm. not like and be fun to be around as an mm-hmm. actor. So like I feel like when I was younger, that that whole idea of being professional like hindered me, and I had to like learn to like to just be more. And that's when when I started to make more friends, I started to yeah. And that's do that. that's probably a mistake that I made too. I forced him to be professional more than a kid. First of all, we didn't have a, we didn't have any money moving out here, so I couldn't let him go to you know invited to paintball, invited to a movie every night, invited to. We couldn't do that. Nobody wanted to go to the park and just play. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wanted to just go somewhere where it cost buku dollars. Yeah. And um, so that, that was, I remember like he had to go interview for a new manager and I had him carry a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Tracy at one point gave me an assignment. She literally gave me the ins- assignment to make friends. Uh, yeah. Because I was like too, yeah. I was quiet because I thought that's what being professional was. Yeah. But that's not it. No. Mm-hmm. No. But I was okay with that because it kept us in a place where we weren't spending a lot of money. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so because it's so expensive yeah. out here, and everything you do it costs money. Yeah. You go to you know even like go to karaoke. Was invited to karaoke. You still have to buy drinks. You have to buy food. Nobody lets you sit there just to sing. Well, just going to Universal Studios. I remember every time we go to Universal Studios, I think you know like that's why we got those passes mm-hmm. because otherwise I could never I could never have afforded to go every time we went oh, yeah. to Universal well, and that's we when we love we love Universal yeah. that's when Universal <laughs> tickets for an, an annual pass was like 90 you could spend 90 dollars now you can't like our last my last year here we couldn't buy Universal annual pass because it went up to, because of the Harry Potter that moved in yeah. and then you you know everywhere you go you got to drive across you know miles and miles or maybe it's not miles and miles but you had the car on the road for hours and hours mm-hmm. and our car was from like 1978 <laughs> 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 so I was yeah so the I was protecting board. our car yeah <laughs> um, by not driving and that's when you drove to all your auditions by the end of that car's lifetime we were pushing it from one side of the street to the other just to not get a ticket <laughs> Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so if he had an audition in Santa Monica, 
I would make sure that we drove like during the least amount of traffic. So if he had an audition at four o'clock in Santa Monica, we were leaving the house at 10 o'clock right Literally. after rush hour. And mom, and mom, mom wouldn't take the highways, right? You wouldn't, right, she would I was never scared take, the car was gonna break down. She'd never take the highways. So like it would take oh, forever to get everywhere. Too. And I remember, I remember like, and, there, and, then and, then I, and then I get the phone call. Hey Mark, what are you doing? What's up William? Where are you? I'm at home. We're in Santa Monica. <laughs> you want to hang out? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember calling my mom after she had left when I was like, when I was 17, she was back, when she moved back, uh, I, I called my mom and she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm driving on the highway. She's like, you're taking the highway? <laughs> she thought it was a crazy thing that I take the highway all the time now. I need to go like five minutes down the street. I take the highway. <laughs> I remember when you wouldn't take the highway. You wouldn't take the freeways anywhere. I was just so scared the car would break down. Yeah, I guess you know, so. and um, you know, I my mind's the way my mind works. I go to the worst case scenario and I deal with that. That was my worst case scenario: the car breaking down on the highway. So I would rather the car break down on a back road where I could pull over and do it. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to um, I- IKEA on Mondays. They used to. It used to be free breakfast on Mondays. Oh, yeah, I remember If there that. was free food, mm-hmm. I found it. So we found every church that had a pancake breakfast. <laughs> I don't actually remember doing that. But I remember there were a lot that. of Ikea products in the house, too. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. she did pay off for Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we showed up at their free Monday breakfasts. <laughs> now they're 99 cents. They now stopped doing the free cents. thing. Yeah, probably because of us. We'd be there every Monday. I'd bring my own coffee. Or no, toast. I would, toast. <laughs> I would toast a piece of toast and bring it with me, and I'd have eggs and sausage yeah, and potatoes. <laughs> and then I would eat my own toast, and then I'd eat free coffee. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably and the I gave, reason they stopped it. <laughs> I, I, and I think I gave William my sausage, so he had more food than I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that would take us to dinner, and then we'd figure it out. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Oh. This was really awesome to talk to you about all this stuff. Stuff oh. I didn't know, some of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're not always honest when you're going through it. You know, you no, don't want to. Yeah. So hopefully this helps yeah. somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's strange coming into this town. And, uh, and it's a, such a strangely, it's a different kind of place. Like mm-hmm. no place is like this otherwise. And uh, I think that it, yeah, I think this is really informative. Like, you know, what, what's it like when you get here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like good to note that like we we like the direction we went with like going to IMTA and all that stuff that was super expensive is like not, I think, the best way to, to do it. I think there's better ways like if like let's say we like knew somebody like Tracy, we, like Tracy has like finding some maybe meeting people with connections to like get maybe get an, a manager an agent and then the manager can help you get an agent mm-hmm. agent can help you get a manager like stuff like that rather than like the way the direction we went which yeah, was so expensive we didn't expensive. know any different we didn't know any different that's why and, um, I think it's good to yeah, yeah it's very important for people to know that that there's other ways especially everything's online now with auditions it's totally different yeah I mean you don't really even need to be in Los Angeles anymore it's true in some ways yeah that is true yeah, but well, I think it's good to be do. here. Yeah, I think it's, it's good to be here. But there's a lot of people that aren't in here. I mean, we have a friend that lives in um, New Zealand, uh, and she uh, booked the new Teen Wolf movie um, yeah. from New Zealand, and then uh, came out here and uh, filmed it. And I think she's gonna be going back to New Zealand. All right. Well, thank you for coming. Well, thank yeah, you for having awesome. us. Thank you.
So Very glad nice. that you guys are in Los Angeles for a little bit. Yeah, yeah here till we're gonna go to Vegas, <laughs> um, and then they're gonna drive back. Um, but yeah, thanks, mom and dad, Aww. for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah, that was good. I, I, um, I like when my dad was talking about. Well, specifically when my dad was talking, um, I felt I started getting like a little emotional. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so like, he was gonna get emotional too. I it, that was a uh, it, it's a lot like what. Yeah, I mean, I always know, I know that they like sacrificed a lot for me and stuff, but like, yeah, I don't know. You like think about it when it's, it's like six years. It's like mm. it feels like it, I mean, it was a long time to be like apart, and it's just like, yeah, it's pretty emotional. But um, but I'm so glad that we had them. I'm ha- I'm glad that we had them on. It's definitely like gonna be probably one of my favorite episodes just because i i love them so much yeah we went more serious with this episode so it was yeah. like <laughs> i was like oh wow serious turn but that's really good though i mean like that's that's what it's like you know i really wanted to hear about like you know i was kind of around for it but like i wanted to hear your guys's point of view about hitting the ground running yeah as a kid in this town and how you know how you you, you know navigated these waters it's it's an interesting place hollywood yeah and i mean i'm still trying to navigate these waters i don't know what the hell i'm doing still <laughs> it's <laughs> it, we're always just keep navigating man <laughs> it's, it's, it's a scary place it's a scary we're figuring place. it out <laughs> <laughs> well uh but you know it's it's good but it is it's it's a gift, though. Isn't it's a it? gift. It's a gift. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> read my mind. <laughs> but it is a gift. It is a gift. Life's a gift, and in Hollywood, it's, like it's got sparkles. <laughs> and that brings us. That segues us into. If it's a gift to up, please let me know. If it's a gift, you better just say so. What have we got today, Rap? All right, I think you're Rapped gonna in... just sort of whole, kind of like. Almost like this one, really? but not, Wrapped, not, but not really. Kind of mediocre. Into, <laughs> stapled into this Trader Joe's bag. <laughs> Let's see. What is this? <laughs> what am I looking at here? CSI Crime Scene Investigation. The board game. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't watch CSI. I don't. And, and but neither do I. <laughs> so, oh, well, but, it's a board game. But it's a board game. And it actually sounded kind of fun. And you love games. And uh, and I knew you didn't have this one because it's CSI. And uh, because I know you have like a billion games. Yeah. So, but I thought like this kind of sounds like a fun game regardless of the fact that it's like branded as CSI the TV show. No, yeah, this, I mean, this seems dope to me. I mean, I imagine there's like we're solving some kind of mysteries. Right. We love solving mysteries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks dope. We'll play it, we'll play it together and we can, uh, we can post. We'll yeah, post we'll review it. it. Oh, Crystal, my cat is like. Climbing over everything. Oh boy, Crystal. she hates she hates me. Crystal, what are you doing? That cat, she's lethal. Say something on the podcast, Bubba. Oh, huh, there she is. All right, Bubba, go over there. <laughs> yeah, keep her over there. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll cut some of that out. <laughs> some of it. They're gonna like Crystal. <laughs> um. I mean, from afar, she's a nice cat. Over the, over the mic, she sounds nice. Um, yeah, she can't swap them. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think uh, I have one more question though for you. What 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 would that be? 
Well, William. Uh huh. Who pays for porn? Mm. Oh, I, I don't. Neither do I. Hmm. That settles that. Yeah. Hey, Mark. If people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. 